Hey, Faith Fam, welcome into a new episode of the In Between Podcast. Just to remind you, this is a new thing we're doing. I mean, so much life happens in between Sunday and Sunday, and uh, we rightly make a big deal about Sundays. I think that's the way a church should function, but Sunday is far and far from uh, the only day ministry happens here at Faith. And so the whole idea behind this podcast was just, I mean, there's all kinds of conversations, thoughts that may don't fit on a Sunday morning uh, spot, or just we think they're helpful that we might equip uh, the church, like Ephesians 4 says, in between the week. And so today, we're going to do a solo episode, just me, uh, where we talk about one of my favorite phrases. You hear it almost every time that I preach, uh, if you have your Bible, and I hope that you do. Um, and so here's where this came from for me. Uh, my friend Kevin Thompson, who was in town last year for a marriage conference, uh, we served on a, on a church staff together in Arkansas for a number of years, and he kind of picked it up there. He used to work at a church that David Platt, I think he stole it from him. And so we're all just borrowing stuff. Uh, but man, it made an impact on my life hearing Kevin say that every week. And I noticed it changing the culture of our church from being a church with people um, that weren't super reached. We had a lot of people far from God in our church, and people started wanting to learn the Bible. And it wasn't because of this phrase, but it helped. And so um, biblically, uh, man, the Bible is just a big deal. Psalm 19 says the Bible is perfect, that the teachings of it are uh, perfect for you and me. The Lord's ways, uh, His teachings, His commands are righteous. They warn us. There's great reward in them. Uh, In John 15, some of Jesus' last instructions to His disciples, He commands them to abide in me, and then my words will abide in you. And then you've likely heard 2 Timothy 3.16 that says all scripture is breathed out for God or breathed out by God. The same language, same idea of when God creates Adam in Genesis 2, he breathes the breath of life into him. And so uh, regardless of how or what you bring to church, the Bible has and holds the gift of life to us. So it's a big, big deal. Just like transparently, I hope you bring your Bible to church to know that we're not making stuff up. Uh, I hope that you can see the Word of God for yourself, not just on Sundays, but every day. Don't take my word for it. Any of the other guys on the on the preaching team, uh, man, look at the Word of God for yourself. Uh, practically, here's a few kind of thoughts as well. Um, uh, I care about this next part a medium amount, so I like not putting the main passage that we're going through, especially if we're in a book of the Bible study like we are in Jonah right now, uh, on the screen, because again, I want you to see it for yourself. Um, when other people put it on, it doesn't bother me. It's not something that we you know, talk about or tell people not to do. Um, but I want you to see the Word of God for yourself. I don't want you just to look at it on a screen. I want you to know where we are in uh, God's story. And so if you'll allow me for a few minutes, I would like to make a plea for a paper Bible instead of a digital app on your phone or iPad or Kindle or um, whatever. And again, this is like a medium amount to care of things. You can still love Jesus and have the Uversion app be your only Bible engagement. But um, when you use a paper Bible, uh, there is no Instagram alert in here. Uh, there's no reminder on Sundays in the fall to set your ESPN fantasy football lineup. When you are in a paper Bible, it minimizes distractions in a way that is super, super helpful. Um, studies have come out this last year that shows that humans now have a shorter attention span than goldfish. We do not need another opportunity to disengage. And so a paper Bible is just a small way to minimize the distractions that come with all the other awesome stuff that's on your phone that can come out at you. 
Uh, in a paper Bible, um, there is not the feature that like the Version Bible app, for example, does have, where you can organize the books of the Bible in alphabetical order. Uh, a paper Bible forces you to kind of learn and figure out where you are in God's story. And so my Bible's open to Psalm 19 right now. I know that's right in the middle. Uh, Jonah is just a little bit past that. It's a different spot than, than John. You kind of know where you are in God's story. Uh, the Bible tells one singular redemptive story of how God loves sinners and rescues them through his son, Jesus. Uh, everything before Jesus points towards that. Everything after points us back to remember that. Literally kind of tactile-wise, knowing where you are in that story, it, it's important uh, that you've got the the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, the Judges, the Kings, the Prophets, and then the Gospels. It kind of culminates in this stuff in a way that it doesn't always do if you're just swiping to wherever you go uh, next. Um, this is true of any digital reading engagement at all. You just retain more. There are all kinds of estimations on what the study is, but let's say you retain 20% more reading a paper book versus a digital book. And we're not even talking about the Bible necessarily. Um, I'll kind of joke with people sometimes, like, wouldn't you want to be 20% more holy? <laughs> Or be like a 20% better follower than Jesus. Maybe diving into a paper Bible would, would help you do that. Uh, and, and this is going to be a common theme too in our conversation about this. Any Bible is better than no Bible. And so I personally will never shame you for swiping, for having it on your phone, for having it on your iPad. One of the awesome things is that when we talk about the Great Commission being achieved in our lifetime, like among this generation, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better reason why than this. The fact that uh, the whole world virtually is connected uh, online now and that Uversion is a free Bible app with uh, billions of users. That is crazy uh, to me. Billions of people can't just go down to the bookstore and grab a Bible, but they can swipe on their phone. And so that's tremendous there. Uh, but you're just going to retain more. There's a seven-year study out of Norway that just concluded last year um, that gave people a paper version of a story and a digital version of a story. Some of them had it on an app on their phone. Some of them had it on Kindle. It, it, they had to read the story and then recount the main plot points. What they found was people that read it on a digital surface could not put the plot, the big plot points um, in order as nearly as well as the paper Bible people could. Because as you're reading through a book, you go, okay, here's the here's the beginning, right? We can see like uh, everything looks fun. And then if you're like in the Hallmark movie version of this conflict happens, somebody's spouse dies or gets hit by a car or something. And then the rest of it is conflict resolution. And then you kind of kind of peek at the end of the story. But just the tactile experience of knowing that like First Peter is back here and First Kings is right here, that tells you something. You're able to retain more. And what's a better story than the story of Scripture? Uh, and so studies are showing this. These are secular, uh, not even studies on the Bible that just so we're going to retain more knowledge. You're going to remember more of God's Word. Uh, you're going to know better where you are in the story of God, which is a skill lacking among the church now. Um, and you're going to remember the main plot points as well, which I think all of you want to, to learn. Uh, but again, last thing. Any Bible is better than no Bible. You hear me pray this way a lot on Sundays uh, after we read a passage of Scripture before we kind of start digging into it together, that what we're after anytime we hear the word preached or read it is we're after transformation, not information. Uh, you can you can find a lot of non-believing professors that can teach you a lot about the contents of Scripture. 
the information of what king happened when and all that. Um, But we're after more than that. We want to echo that invitation from Jesus of John 15 to abide with him so much so that his words now abide in us and it changes who we are. Uh, We're not after Bible quiz show awards or facts or trivia champions or whatever. We are after becoming a church that centers our entire life on Jesus and is becoming more and more like him together. And so this Sunday, tomorrow with your cup of coffee, wherever you're at, if you have your Bible, and I hope you do.